Hello, everybody. I end work at the end of the day right now, and it is still light out. The crocuses are popping up, which is just like always a sign of hope and spring. Suddenly, summer doesn't feel like a lie that I tell myself to get through the winter, but a real thing that's coming. And so we wanted to talk to you about this thing that we can now wrap our minds around, and that is camp. Calling all magnificent people. We have been planning this summer camp for almost a year. We have been wanting to do a summer camp since the beginning of Not Sorry Productions. And so I wanted to share with you some of the themes that have been emerging for us in dreaming up this time together. So I thought, who better to talk to about this than our very own camp director, Natalie Folkerts. Natalie, thank you so much for agreeing to speak with me today. Thanks for having me. It's excited to be here. Natalie, can you just tell people what are you most excited about for people to experience at camp? There are so many things that I am really excited for about camp. You know, something that we've been talking about a lot is how do we see camp as this opportunity for world building and as this opportunity to step into an entirely new world where we get to make the rules with one another. We get to decide what care looks like, how we practice power, how we rest, how we play, how we really engage with one another in that way. And so I'm so excited to get to have a space where all of our communities come together and we get to be playing with that all together. So you are working for Not Sorry as our camp director as part of your field education at Harvard Divinity School, which means that you had to make a case to Harvard that you were engaging in theological work by running this camp. What did you make up when you said that to them? (laughs) What a great question. So I think it's helpful to share just a little bit of context of like what brought me into this work. Um, So really briefly, one of the reasons I came to HDS is because I'd been in a lot of work and organizing spaces that were theoretically all about deep care and liberation and yet really felt like anything but caring or liberatory or relational. And I really wanted to study practically and theologically more about like, how do we cultivate spaces and communities that embody these values? And just to say, too, in particular, my political home is like prison abolition. And I'm really interested in how we build deeper, more tender, more rigorous relationships with one another so that when harm or conflict happens, we have a stronger rooting that we can stand on to sort of move through those conflicts. And so I say that just so you have a taste of like the sorts of questions and frameworks that I feel really steeped in every day. And so, you know, in some ways, when I would then tell my friends who like know these are my interests that I'm going to be doing a summer camp with like a podcast production company, a few people were really like confused or thought it was like maybe fun, but unrelated. And really, it's been so fun to like learn more myself, like how these are deeply related. And I think The first reflection point that really brought that up that helped transform camp in my mind was thinking about what is the actual purpose of camp? So we've talked a lot about Priya Parker, who has a wonderful book called The Art of Gathering. And she talks about how we need like a specific disputable purpose that helps guide and shape our gatherings. And so that led to a lot of conversations of like, what is the point of hosting a summer camp? And That all made me really like follow love and become even more enamored with our not sorry motto of sacred practices for the revolution. 
and how we might be able to live into that question of how could an adult summer camp be a sacred practice for the revolution? Yeah. One of the things that I'm excited about is I feel like throughout a year, there are many moments in which we feel isolated or alone. And I'm really excited for moments of camp to be like so ecstatically warm and welcoming and like full of a feeling of connection that when the moment of despair comes because it's next winter and, you know, you've just gotten bad news or a trip has just had to be canceled because RSV came to the preschool and that you can fill yourself back up with these moments of warmth and connection because I don't think that those memories expire. And so I love that part of your job has been designing experiences where those like moments of connection can more purely and more easily happen. Absolutely. And that's something that I know I personally love about the work of Not Sorry, that it feels like that's what we engage in in all of our podcasts is about what happens if I take the time to treat a text as sacred, if I take the time to practice in these maybe small ways with a book that then get to inform how we interact in the day-to-day world. I know I really love Adrienne Marie Brown's work and her book, Emergent Strategy. And she talks a lot about how what we practice at the small scale reverberates up or like fractals out to the large scale. So I absolutely think how we're we're interacting on the day-to-day over a weekend in June absolutely can be part of informing how we move in the world. Yeah, it just brings a little bit of intention and like slowness. And the the more moments that we can snatch like that and practice, the stronger those muscles get. So one of the things that we have been thinking about a lot with camp is that people will have found camp through a variety of different ways. They will be listeners of Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, Hot and Bothered, The Real Question, Which Please... And I know that you've been giving a lot of thought to that. And how are you imagining creating a sense of community? Let's say I'm one person. I've never traveled alone. This sounds fun, but I don't know. I just listened to the real question. How are you sort of accounting for that? Absolutely. I think that's a great question because that's something that I think a lot of us are likely going to be experiencing in some way, right? I also think about how a lot of us are introverts or a lot of us maybe like do not always gravitate towards these really large spaces. And so I think there's several different angles to that. So part of it is really thinking about how are we designing the events and the structures and like care at camp. And so we have a lot of really exciting things planned to help give people a variety of ways to interact with one another. So it's not only large group events, there's also spaces to do things in small groups, to do things on your own. We've been working really hard to be building in opportunities for rest, opportunities for different types of engagement, opportunities to really do what we can to make people feel like they are part of this not sorry community. Because clearly part of what makes camp so exciting to me is that, at least as far as I know, this really feels like the first time that we are gathering as a not sorry community. And something that feels so exciting to me is that it's not something that is like a top-down thing, right? It's not something that can be sort of dictated by staff. This is something that we co-create together. And so to me, it feels really exciting that we need everyone to be part of it. Like this is a collectively created experience and a company that's all about how do we relate with one another. 
And so I think there's both this aspect of we're doing work to make sure it is caring and accessible and loving. And we're also really inviting and excited to learn from people who are coming. I also love in the planning process, you have these great committee meetings. And I feel like in case the introverts haven't been properly represented in any conversation, one of us will step up and be like, um, I don't know if I would like that activity as an introvert. I feel like Naomi Westwater is always like, guys, have we forgotten about the introverts? And I love that as a community, as a like planning team, you've really cultivated a sense that like each of us is responsible for thinking about every person who could be showing up. So Natalie, we've been talking broadly about this experience, but I'm wondering if you can just talk about one moment of like big joy that you think we are planning for. What a great question. And it's going to take me a second to think of it because I think what's so exciting is that each moment that we're planning for, I think we're really thinking about where is joy coming up in this. So, you know, recently we've really been talking a lot about the opening ceremony, for example, and really thinking about what are the ways that we get to invite one another and sort of step into this world altogether. What are the ways we get to incorporate music and silliness, but also the things that we love as a community, the sermons, the time for reflection, and and some of the extra additions of camp of getting to be outside together. So I know I'm really excited for that opening ceremony. We've been starting to talk more about some of these other large events too, like the live show, which I think is going to be such a joyful mix of all of our Not Sorry communities coming together. But I know I also feel so lucky that I get to speak one-on-one with all of our different faculty about what they're doing in their individual workshops. And that has been so special to get to see. And just, you know, as one small example, I was recently talking with Hannah and Jackson who are working to create a workshop around what are the intersections between comedy and social justice and how might Fred and George, for example, be characters who can help us grapple with the possibilities and the limitations and like, how do we think about these things? So highly encourage people to go and like look at our schedule and know how much care and thought is going into each of those different workshops. Yeah. And just also like a Sound of Music sing-along, which I think we could all agree is a necessary event to attend once a year. We're going to have a trivia event. We're going to have campfires and s'mores. It's carefully curated. You can learn how to write an op-ed with the brilliant Lauren Sandler and like I would argue just as importantly, you can meet me for a dawn swim and we will scream and be very cold and it'll be great. Absolutely. (laughs) One of the things I love about the fact that we're doing camp is that it just feels like such a great leap of faith to say gathering people is enough. Gathering people with thought is enough, right? And that it, it matters in the Zoom world where we can all talk to each other at any time. It like matters when we're together and it matters that we go hiking together, not just hiking while listening to each other on earphones and that all of these things are great, but that for a weekend a year, we can just be together in person. Absolutely. I'm so excited for the embodied element of it and for just getting to like stargaze together and like do a polar plunge or I don't know, at least jump in a lake in June together. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my personal favorite etymology is of the word conspire, which means to breathe together, right? Is like that's literal meaning. And I just think it's so beautiful to think that what it takes to conspire is to breathe, to laugh, to like spend time together. And so I know I'm so excited just to get to 
be with one another at camp. So we already have well over 100 people coming, but we do want as many people to join as we can hold. The camp can hold closer to 200 people. And it really just is one of those events where it's actually true that it's the more the merrier. I'm not someone who believes in that as like blanketly true, but this is a place where that's true. So I just want to encourage everyone to go to notsorryworks.com and click on camp and look at everything. There's scholarship money available so you can sign up and say that you're looking for a scholarship and we'll do the best that we can to meet you there. If you sign up with three friends, you get a cabin to yourself. There are all sorts of like ways to make this work. And so you can email Natalie, all of her information's on there, but go to notsorryworks.com, click on camp, and we really hope you join us. I think that this is going to be just like a, an incredibly special weekend. I know that Peter and the kids are so excited. And Rory, of course, my dog is, you know, we haven't told her yet because she counts down days and gets very anxious. But w- when we tell her, she'll be thrilled. Natalie, thank you so much for organizing this incredible event. And I'm so excited and I hope it's so successful that, you know, we just get to do this every year. And We've just loved working with you. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity and for the chance to get to talk about it. And I'm so excited to meet all of our campers and to get to spend time together in June.